Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a new edition of the Face to Face here on EKN's YouTube channel. My name's Rob Howden. David Cole beside me back home in Michigan. Uh, David, it's uh, what Tuesday, June the first, and a new month. Uh, Indianapolis 500 going in the books. A bunch of uh, ex kart racers in the field, of course. Uh, but yeah, a new new month, kind of rolling into the summer right now. Lots and lots of racing going on. Yeah, it feels like a Monday, but it's a Tuesday, obviously, coming off the uh, the holiday weekend. Got a lot done, uh, and we got to watch a lot of racing over the weekend, okay. both here you know, in the U.S. with Indy 500 and, and the 600 in Charlotte, along with uh, European championships going on in, in France this past weekend, where we saw about six uh, North American drivers compete there. Nice. So uh, a lot of racing going on, and, and we got a lot of racing in the, uh, in the upcoming weeks, especially in this month of June. You know, I just just to throw this out here, it was interesting. Well, obviously, Elio Castroneves winning the Indy 500. I'm I got to go back and grab that photo and post it out here pretty soon. The very I think it was the very first ever Supercart USA Winter Tour, and he actually came down and raced. He raced with Ricer Racing on a Burrell, and I want to say it was at uh, right right by Miami Highlight, uh, the little parking lot deal that we did back then. It was a wild deal, but yeah, he ran then. But legendary race car driver for sure. Good to see him get that fourth win and. Yeah, Dave, you're a longtime Indy 500 driver uh, or fan and, and a viewer. Did you ever think we'd see another four-timer? Well, with, with him, what it was 2009 was his third one. So yeah. you were thinking, okay, it's got to happen sometime. And to go, I think, what is it? They said 12 years between victories like that. That's one of the longest periods. Yeah, so, you know, and you thought, okay, he was going to do it with Penske. And then when he left Penske, it was like, okay, we're not going to have that. We're <laughs> done. Right. But uh, that's, that's really, I think, the kind of the, the next big story is, is the story of Michael Shank and, and his race team coming in and doing the uh, the Indy 500 and actually winning it now, finally, after huge. just a few years of being an yep. owner. Uh, it's just huge for for his program. And and so now, you know, going from that sports car base to, you know, I, I saw on Twitter, he was Atlantic. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he raced Atlantic, uh, yeah. He started doing back in Atlantic. So uh, that's, that's just, I mean, there's no... No greater story than those type of stories uh, with the Indianapolis 500. I agree. Let's uh, let's focus on what we're talking about here today. Again, I said lots and lots of racing going on. And uh, if you're a West Coaster and if you're part of the rock group, if you're a rocker uh, in the West Coast, you run the Challenge of the Americas in the winter. Uh, and then, of course, then there's the California Rock Championship that Andy Saisman uh, launched a couple of years ago. Let's bring Andy. Andy Saisman joining us here right now from FTK Promotions. Bring him in here. Andy and SoCal. How are you, my friend? Good. How are you guys today? Really good. It's, it's again. It's the most Mondayest Tuesday uh, we've had in a while. I'm, yeah, uh, I was, it, a, was, it was. It was a slow morning. Let's put it that way. Getting going. Oh, for sure. It's the typical. Uh, you know, Eric. Eric just walked in and he's uh, after his three days off. He says, "Yeah, I'm tired." I'm like, "You're tired." <laughs> three days off. There's a lot of food eating, though. You know, it's not just, food, it's not just yeah. Eric, Eric and food. Yeah, 100%. Uh, all right, so let's just get started. First and foremost, as I said for the intro, those of you joining us, Andy Saisman with uh, FTK Promotions, promoter of the Challenge of the Americas and the California Rock Championship. Before we jump in to, to talk a little bit about how that season's progressing, we'll look at the schedule, upcoming races for the uh, CRC. How did it start, Andy? Because I know obviously you had the Challenge of the Americas. It's been a dozen years you've had that program. Moved to the Rock Championship, uh, the Rock Engine platform a couple of years ago. What was the birth of the CRC? Was it just talking to team owners looking for more more racing for Rock guys, or what? Yeah, I mean that was uh, that's always been the complaint or the concern about you know the West Coast stuff. It, you know, even going back to the Rotax days, right? We really didn't do a lot of you know for a long time. I ran the Gators program during the summer. Yeah, and then and then when my focus turned to the Challenge of the Americas. Um, 
you know, kind of the, the normal regular Rotex racer kind of went to LAKC or to other places during the summer. So we had no, uh, you know, higher level, if you want to call it regional, whatever championship during the summer, we kind of lost out on that. And then when we first started with rock, it was the same thing, right? We had the, we had the challenge, which is a big deal. And then kind of went away for the summer and then rock owners would come back and have, you know, rock the Rio. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, what we're talking about two years ago now, um, you know, we decided, okay, let's put the CRC together um, to put a few summer races on. And obviously the first year we struggled, you know, we only had 20, you know, some odd people at the first couple of races. And then the finale, I think we got to 70. Um, and then last year with the, with the craziness, you know, we had to cancel events, obviously, like we were doing all over the country. Yeah. And then we, so what we did was we did a few combined events with Sonoma. We said, well, they have a great program up there. And let's, if we're going to travel, you know, I mean, heck, let's be honest, there's no better place to travel to Sonoma. I mean, we could be at, you know, Willow Springs or we could be at Sonoma. So, so, uh, we put a couple races on with them and we, we opened, if you recall with Phoenix, uh, right That's after, right, right after yeah, we reopened from the pandemic and everybody was so pent up, we had, I don't know, 110 entries or something. It was, it was, it was great. Yeah. And then we averaged about a hundred again with each of the Sonomas and then came back to Cal speed at the end of the year and had a, you know, a, so it was a nice, good, you know, 100 average program. So we're, we're doing it again. Um, obviously, we can talk about the schedule a little bit later for this year. Yeah, let's, let, let's, let's start talking about 2021, your opening round. What, first week of May, I believe, was the, was the opening round? How, how did things go to get the season started? Yeah, it was a, that was a tough one. So that one kind of got sandwiched in, right? So, uh, you know, a lot of the bigger teams are now doing not only, you know, Scusa and, and Rockfest, and now, they're, now they've added USPKS, yeah. and that's a great program, right? So a lot of these teams are just crisscrossing across the country. And I sandwiched it in on Mother's Day weekend. And then, you know, that was a mistake on my part. And I, I think we had entries in the 40s. And, yeah. you know, so it was a bit of a struggle. Um, but um, so then, you know, then when we looked at it, we said, obviously, we have our two combined with Sonoma. Um, you know, the big, the big race at Pats we're going to talk about here in a bit. But then we were going to end again at September in Buttonwillow. And then in the meantime, um, Rock dropped uh, a Rockfest West at Sonoma which then shifted Sonoma's calendar back a little bit. Well, then I figured there's no way that rockers are going to go Sonoma, you know, uh, rock Sonoma, and then go rock fest, and then go down to Buttonwillow three weekends in a row. There's, there's no way that's going to happen. People yeah, will, will just be done. So, uh, so we, we moved that, we moved that, uh, that Buttonwillow date up to combine with Sonoma in September, and then basically pulled out of the August combined date. So we basically took, took one weekend out, it's still a you know best of five championship over four weekends, so folks that actually missed May are still that's their drop. Yeah, they can still do the two Sonomas and then our Pats race and then and then that you know they're in the championship still. So well, and the nice thing you talked about the teams, David. You and I mentioned this in one of our last uh, last uh, podcasts. Uh, we're kind of away from national racing for you know a little six week six week run, right? Mm -hmm. We got a bit of a gap right now, so yep. uh, those teams that would have been you know going back and forth aren't doing that now. They're able to kind of stay where they are, which is great. Uh, what's your next race? A couple, it's a couple, It's like a week, a week and a half away, right? We pause our face-to-face -face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Are you ready to step up your game? If so, joining the Rawlison Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and Team USA members. And at the same time, 
RPG continues to be a national level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. We work with all age groups and we're focused on developing cadet and junior drivers who are ready to take the next step in their racing program. Rawlison Performance Group has set a new standard with our in-house engine program, AVP Engines, headed by Alex Vincent. AVP has become the benchmark in both IAMI and rock competition. We also have the largest OTK inventory that follows our race team, providing trackside parts at all the major events in North America. RPG also offers multilingual support with French, Spanish, and Portuguese-speaking staff. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. The Rawls Performance Group. We race to win. Kometic Gasket is a leading worldwide supplier of gaskets and engine sealing solutions for karting, automotive performance, power sports, original equipment, and the remanufactured engine industries. Kometic karting gaskets are available as OE replacement top end kits or as individual gaskets and seals. Just like competitive carters, Kometic can operate on the fly and has the unique capability to customize any gasket to meet specific engine requirements and clearances. All of Kometic's fiber materials are asbestos free and do not require any additional sealants. Viton oil ring cylinder head seals are used in each two cycle kit and Kometic's four cycle engine kits feature only the most advanced multi-layer steel head gaskets. Kometic can tailor to engine builder specific needs through bulk ordering and packaging flexibility. Kometic gaskets are must-haves for championship winning teams across multiple disciplines of both professional and amateur motorsports. Kometic gasket, sealing championships since 1989. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Yeah, well, even 10 days, uh, we're going up to Sonoma. That's our first yep. uh, combined round with Rock Sonoma. So, I mean, obviously, you know, they have their 78 cart, 70 ish, 80 ish cart program up there. You know, we bring another, you know, 40 or 50, whatever. It could, it could break 100 again. Um, nice. You just don't know. Um, you know, once again, you get to that time where we have graduations and Father's Day. So it's always, it's always a crapshoot, right? Which we know why we, there's always a little, there's open, it's, it's a double edged sword. We, we put races in this time of year. Because there's a break. Well, there's a break for a reason, but what, what else are you going to do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, the uh, 12th and 13th um, up at Rock Sonoma. Uh, well, that'll be our, our next event combined. And so, yeah, you're, you're looking probably over 100, then probably maybe 100, 110 kind of a thing? That's the goal, and then That's it's awesome. definitely doable, you know, with the teams that are there and a few teams down here and another, you know, um, Rolison Performance Group is actually coming down the Pacific Northwest. You know, they couldn't support our first one, but Raleigh, uh, Raleigh's going to support the next the next three events, the, the okay. remainder of the season. So, yeah. especially especially at Pat's, obviously his home base. So, uh, so we should have a very very good turnout for the next three. It just feels like to me you got good momentum right now. You're just slowly building that momentum. Right? It's not massive a massive shoot up. It's just a nice little level of more people coming in. Just that when you get we talk about the numbers, right? Mm -hmm. 70, 80, then you hit the, the 100 mark, and then like the challenge in America is now hitting that 150 mark. Right. It's going to bump up to 160, 170. It just feels like the CRC's got good momentum right now. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it's growing a little slower than I'd like, but like I'm I'm greedy like we all are, right? You're from, so, you're from yeah, yeah, of course, right? So, uh, but yeah, I mean, any, anytime the curve is is angling up instead of down, it's a good thing. So over, overall, we're still moving up, so that's that's great. Let's talk about Pat's Acres. That was a really cool. Oh, Dave, you go. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to because. You're going to Rock Sonoma twice. They have a local following. I think that's one thing that you're still kind of working at in Southern California is having that one program that is kind of seeing the rock program and kind of grasping it with both hands and moving forward with it. That's Is that still kind of the struggle that you have in Southern California? Yeah, I mean, right now, I mean, obviously the two main engine platforms are, you know, Rock and Yami. And, um, and Yami is stronger here right now. And you know, the tide of carding always ebbs and flows, right? You never know what's going to happen next year. It might not be the same as last year. It might not be the same as three years from now. Um, but, yeah, we're still working on trying to develop, you know, stronger partners for our program. Um, you know, the last thing Southern California needs is me to, you know, try to drop an eight-race club championship somewhere. One, there's no dates. Two, two unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, the, the track that everybody wants to go to is, is this Cal speed, right? So there's not enough dates in the year. Um, and the community just, it, it, it can't handle it. It just can't handle that many club races at the same facility. Cause you're kind of, it's kind of working Rota or rock is working with tri a little bit here. So there is a place for racers to go. It's just, you know, it, it, it's still, it's still in the growing stages. I want to say with those, with the rock categories, correct? Yeah. And that's exactly right. You know, we're still, we're still plugging away and, and, and working hard to, uh, to build, uh, you know, to build our community here. Yeah. I got to think though, too, that as the challenge continues to grow, that's what's going to kind of feed the CRC, right? The California rock championship, but like you're starting to get some critical mass now at the challenge in America's where you could see that explosion. You had some really good numbers last year. And, and I have a feeling 2022 is going to be again, record setting year for you. Yeah, it should. I mean, that's, uh, you know, every, every year, I mean, like we talked about, right. The very first year, I think we had, you know, 70 and, and in three years we've doubled. Yep. Right. So we always talk about 10% growth. Talk about, you know, really 30% growth each year. Right. Bam, bam, bam. I wait for so, Canada to open up. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, if, 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 if your country uh, actually opens its gates there, like, like we have on our Southern border, just open them, you know? <laughs> um, and, uh, and hopefully, you know, we pick up and, you know, another 20, you know, 20, 25 Canadian entries. Heck, we could see 170, 180 in a, in a very big hurry at our opener next year. Big time. All right. I mentioned this before. Dave obviously wanted to ask that question. But let's talk about uh, Pat's Acres. Uh, kind of an interesting thing for you guys to, to stretch out. It is the California Rock Championship. And then you had to race up with the Pacific Northwest, which is badass because – one of my favorite racetracks, man. I love going there. Love the Edgar family. But what was the what was the first off? Let's talk about the mo the motivation. What was what was the reasoning of, of wanting to go up to Pat's? You know, it's funny. So so we put out a survey at the end of last year. You know, I just wanted to talk to our customers and see yeah. what the you know what the pulse of the of the customer base was, and their most favorite out of state track that we you know I said you know I listed them in state tracks, out of state tracks. Challenge tracks, non-challenge tracks. As everybody knows there's four. There's four challenge tracks we go to. You know, Tucson, Phoenix, Cal Speed, or Sonoma, right? So then I took all the other ones and put them in a pile and said, you know, what, what about Reno? What about Pats? What about you know? What about Grand Junction? Well, just just trying to ask people's opinions. And Pat's Acres, by and large, was their number one track that people wanted to go to on my survey. It was a, it was, a, and it was it was surprising because 
while we have, you know, a few folks or, you know, or a good little contingent from the Pacific Northwest, it's not like we have 50 Pacific Northwest drivers, right? So it was Californians that had said, hey, I've heard great things about this place. I want to go there. So, I mean, that was, it was number one on our list. So I took a shot, you know, I took a shot. Um, You know, Mike Rollison said he was going to support our program, you know, this year. And like, heck, what, what what better way to try to kick it off? We have a strong team that's based out there. You have a track people want to go to. It's one of the most beautiful tracks in the country, as you, as you guys. Have you ever been to there in D.C. or just, Rob? Only uh, seen pictures. Oh, man. So, so, I mean, you, you go up there and it's, you know, it's surrounded by a river on three sides. It's in the middle of, a, a you know, a forest. I mean, there's trees everywhere. You can camp throughout the whole paddock. I mean, it's just it's just. Compared to what we deal with, obviously Tucson, Phoenix, you know the deserts that we have here, or or the asphalt at Cal Speed, um, it's just so very different. And it's so different. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Right? You're you're on a you're on a slab of asphalt, or you can camp in the in the field and the trees. I mean, it's going to well, be light like out. In the so like, yeah, yeah, I know, but we don't have that out here, right? It I is, know it's it like, like it's like racing in the Midwest, you know. Right. It's like going to going to uh you know to your places. But, Badger, you can go to Badger. Yeah, Badger. The name I, I was I kept thinking Beaver I couldn't think of Badger. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, no, you know, well, you know that that could be one, but you know, I'm just thinking of tracks that have trees like that. East Lansing is another example. MR, MRP, think. same thing with MRP. MRP is, is 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 exactly that. So right. All right, so so you're heading to Pat's Acres. Um, obviously, I think the race is July 23rd to the 25th. Uh, when does registration open for that? What yeah. kind of what, what kind of turnout are you thinking about for that race? You know. <laughs> Once again, who knows, right? Um, but if, if things go if things go right, I mean, obviously, we're going to probably lose some folks from down here that are like, oh my god, it's, it's so far. But in the end, it's it's a one day pull, right? It's a one day pull, no matter what, right? So yeah, some some one days are eight hour one days, some one days are fifteen hour one days. I get that, but you can still get the pats leaving at six in the morning and be there, you know, be there by dark um, from Southern California. So I mean, with the uh, you know, talking to RPG, you know, Raleigh said he might have 20, 25 guys up there. So all of a sudden we lose a few from down here. We pick up a bunch from up there. We could, we could still be at our nice hundred mark. I mean, if we hit, if we hit a hundred up there, that's, 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 that's my goal. That's a victory, right? I don't think we're going to hit 150 while that would be unbelievable. Um, and I certainly don't expect to have six Um, So, I mean, that's, that's the goal. Nice. Uh, you know, we didn't have really oh, talked about it all. We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Winning takes top quality equipment, flawless preparation, experienced coaching, and passion. And at Team GFC, we live our passion. Developed by American karting champion Gary Carlton, the GFC chassis has become one of the newest brands to reach the top of the podium in North America. GFC has garnered victories and championships at all levels of the sport since its debut at the end of 2018. Shifter car drivers are at the front of the field running the GFC GT14 frame, and the SS31 has become a solid contender in tag and 100cc competition. Team GFC has arrive and drive packages available for all categories, including the Mini and Micro classes, utilizing the GFC RR5 Cadet chassis. These young pilots have the opportunity 
to be part of the Team GFC Young Driver Development Program. Learn from one of the best American carters with over 25 years of racing at the highest levels of the sport, offering personalized training on and off the track. Follow GFC Karting on Facebook and Instagram, or click over to gfccarting.com to learn more about joining Team GFC in 2021. GFC, live your passion. In Colorado, the place to go for carts and parts and everything else you need to go racing is Forward Direction Motorsports. It's Colorado's premier karting company. Owned and operated by veteran carter Greg Welch, Forward Direction Motorsports is located in Centennial, Colorado. FDM has been developed to provide customer service and product sales at all levels and in both in-person and online. We're a brick and mortar shop that serves as the hub for karting in Colorado, and we're a gateway to new racers who can come in and learn about the sport. We also have an online store and can ship all over the country. We can also service all makes and models of engines and carts. Whatever you race, we can take care of you. Forward Direction Motorsports is a comp cart dealer, an authorized Rotax service center, and we can fully support all Briggs 206 racers. We support local karting 100%, and we also have a race team that takes our customers to major regional and national events on the West Coast. From cart prep and coaching to full arrive and drive packages, we offer something for everyone. You don't have to live in Colorado to experience Full Direction Motorsports' vast experience or dedication to customer service. Our online store continues to expand its inventory and the products you need are just a mouse click away. Head to fdmcarting.com the next time you need parts and equipment fast. We ship daily. Shop online or come to the store to check out our inventory and visit our service department. Head to fdmcarting.com to learn more about our products and services or call us direct at 720-323-3650. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Uh, we got you back. Uh, let's talk about the, the program itself, the CRC. You know, you have a, a really good prize package for the Challenge of the Americas every year. You know, all the tickets, the, the Rock Final tickets. What do you got set up for the for the CRC? Uh, I know I think there's like Rock Vegas kind of packages. Is that, is that the focus of that program? Yeah, basically, basically the CRC is designed to feed Rock Vegas. Um, you know, that's... Uh, that's where all the tickets are. In fact, there's in the ten classes and three podium slots. There are thirty tickets of, you know, varying degrees, oh, right? So all the champions win a full ride. You know, the the full entry, tires, fuel, yada yada, right? So they win the, the full thousand dollar ish ticket, right? So there's there's ten grand. Um, the second prize is you win the free entry, but you have to buy your tires and fuel. Yep. And then third prize is you get a couple sets of tires that you can use towards your entry. So in the end, if you take second and third, they, they average to what a full package is, and then the winner gets a full package. So the, so minimum is still a $500 prize, right? So, hey, listen, how about uh, how about you give us some insight into Rock Vegas? We don't know a lot about it yet. <laughs> what what can you tell us? Where's, what, where's the parking lot? How big is it? What's the track going to look like? I mean, you know, I, you know, I'm not involved in that planning, obviously. Um, I mean, you've seen the pictures of the, of the suite of the suite where the, where it look kind of looks down on people kind of know what hotel it is. Right. Mm -hmm. I believe, I believe they've said, uh, 
they've they've set Paris and Planet Hollywood. Planet yes. Paris and Planet Hollywood. So I mean, if you look at the overhead map, there's a there's a very big, nice couple of lots right behind that facility um, that uh, that are actually bigger. Um, that's going to require you know a little bit of infrastructure, like it all does, right? I mean, wow. While uh, you know, while the Rio was was fenced nice and had the nice egress and ingress and all the all the ramps and everything, um, I, I think Garrett's gonna have to build some ramps. But but the whole Planet Hollywood property is all fenced around as well. So so you're gonna give up one on, on some side and pick it up on the other side. Um, it'll be bitching to have a couple great hotels there. And just like you know, just like when Scusa was over on the other side of town, there's a, there's a tram stop literally right there at the track. So if folks don't stay at um, those hotels and they want to stay somewhere else, they can hop on the tram, tram right there, come down the stairs and they're at the facility, right? So all those things are going to add up to what's going to be, a, you know, I think a pretty cool event. Uh, we didn't, I didn't, when I was wrapping up the thing with, uh, with Pat's, what, when, when does registration open for that one? Just so people know. Oh. <laughs> uh, tomorrow. We're going to open up. Oh, we're going okay. okay. to try to push it a little bit, even though we have a race coming up here. Um, you know, Steve and his Rock Sonoma crew handle all the registration for that. Okay. So, um, I'd like to get uh, I'd like to get our registration open early for the Pats race. One, you know, fundamentally, for for promoters for race organizers, it's just about logistics, yeah. right? Once again, now I'm now I'm going a thousand miles away from my home base with fuel and tires and all the things we have to do, right? And, and plane tickets for my staff, and so I, I I need to have a really good idea about who's going to come early enough so I can put all those plans in place. Um, and by that same token, we're probably going to close entries a little early, probably close it you know, 10, 12 days early so I can have time to kind of wrap things up. And so we were talking maybe about the 10th of July, 12th of July, it's going to close. So it'll still be open for six weeks. Um, but yeah, we're going to open it really quick. We're going to open it tomorrow. All right. And so I, what have I got? Oh, go ahead. Go, Dave. And I, and, and I think I want to emphasize a little bit, you were talking about how it's still best uh, four out of five championship in the championship run. If people go to Sonoma in the next the next weekend, they they can still be involved in the championship because you have that drop race. So people can essentially use that button wheel weekend as a drop if they haven't already committed to the program. Go to Sonoma Correct. and then see what happens there and make their way up to Pat's Acres and, and can still be involved in the championship chase. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they, they go to go to Sonoma if they do well at Sonoma. You know, the the one thing that's also different about Pat's is it's a double weekend. It's a, it's the challenge format, right? So it's the Friday practice. Saturday race, Sunday race. So once again, I wanted to make it, if, if it is so far away from this customer base, I wanted to make sure it's, it's, it's a good enough value. They're not going for a one day event, right? They're going to go and, you know, they can, I mean, Chris Egger lets them camp. You want to come, you can camp at the track all week, right? I mean, it's light out till 945 in July in, in Oregon, right? It's like you guys that where you're at so far up North. So, um, you know, folks can come, they're going to have two, two race days, Combine that with the Sonoma, and then the Sonoma at the end. There's there's four, so if if they did miss Button Willow, they can still you know go for those championships. And that's a clarification we probably didn't didn't make at the start. The California Rock Championship, Andy. The way you do it, it's a, it's a single race race day, right? As opposed to the double race weekend, as you would have. You have the single race day. That's why the double the double roundup up at Pat's uh, gives you those four races, which is great. Exactly. Exactly. So hey, let's let's wrap this up with one thing. We talked about the challenge of the Americas at the start. I know the challenge of the Americas is a lo is a long way away for 2022. Oh, Last year you were really. <laughs> true. I know. As a promoter, you don't say that, right? It's get, it's closer than you think. You lock, have you locked the dates in? Like, have you looked at the dates you want to lock in yet for next year? We've looked at dates. I mean, you know, 
the dates that I've already requested from some tracks are our typical um, fourth weekend. I mean, that's uh, yep. the only the only real question is January because January starts on a Saturday, but I don't really count that as a weekend. So I just I will probably be the technically the fifth weekend of January, but it's actually the fourth week. I mean, you know what I mean? Yep. The first is not the first and second of January. Aren't, they're they're erased yep. from the calendar in my brain. So if you look at our typical traditional fourth weekends, I mean, obviously, you know, the Florida stuff is always on the second and third. We're on the fourth. You know, it just eliminates as long as we all as long as we all stick to our traditional weekends. It's always uh, it's always a lot easier. Right. Yeah. It's only when people try, you know, kind of decide to go off the rails and, and throw in uh, throwing races when they've never had races is, is when it turns sideways. What uh, what about tracks? I know you, you kind of go back and forth with Phoenix and Tucson Cal Speed, the Sonoma. Do we know uh, we know which Arizona track you're going to be at this year? Um, not yet. You know, I've put some feelers out. Um, okay. You know, I have I have talked to Charlie a little bit. I have talked to PKRA a little bit. So it just depends. I mean, PKRA's looking at a lighting project. They're also looking at um, putting a different sealer on the asphalt. You know, unfortunately, the biggest complaint ever about Phoenix is the asphalt. Yeah. Um, how fast it burns through tires. No matter what the tire is, it just goes through tires. Right? Um, they are. They have talked about addressing that and i've seen some photos on their website where they're putting some sealer down and see yeah. how that works yeah so, i saw that this weekend I, too yeah but on the other side you know charlie uh, up at tucson has talked about he may have an investor that he can fully pave the paddock and so so there's they're spending some money there too so um you know obviously the, there's our four tracks that we can go to right yeah. um you know i have uh it just depends where we open more than anything else Sure enough. But, we, All right. but I have asked for a Cal Speed date, and I have asked for a Sonoma date. Good stuff. Uh, well, since you wrap up here, Andy, anything else you want to get out here and get a chance to, to talk about here on the on the face-to-face? -face? You know, I just uh, this has been a crazy – It's you know, as you know, I, I moved my shops. So, you know, my, my landlord decided he wanted to get double my rent here, you know, that I've been paying. You know, somehow we survived COVID, and I paid him his rent, and we survived all that, and then, then everything kind of sort of got back to normal. He said, okay, great. Um, you can you can now spend uh, – Two grand more a month if you want to be here. What? So it's the last thing I wanted to do. So we've we've changed locations. Been been in, we are in that location for twelve years. We were in Orange for eighteen years. Yeah. So now we're over in Anaheim, but uh, it's business as usual. I mean, we're shipping tires and engines and parts every day, and planning races, and uh, you know, doing what we do. So life is no different. It's just uh, just in a different area code or zip zip code. There it is. Well, listen, man, I appreciate you coming on here. And again, congratulations on all the success, the growth again with the Challenge of the Americas. Like you said, you press the reset button, go into the Rock program, 70 carts and 70 entries that, that first year. Boom, we're at like 140, 150 now. So amazing growth there. And again, the steady growth of the, the California Rock Championship. I think for anybody who's a rock racer in California, to be able to have the options. Let's say you're not a Sonoma guy, right? You're in Southern California. You love the challenge. You got to have the CRC for them to be able to go racing throughout the year. That's great, right? That's what that's the program. Yep. And I'm, I'm just, uh, I just, uh, like I said, we're really, really excited about Pats. There's yeah. the, 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 the chatter about it is big from, from a lot of people, from a lot of people that know how, how magical Pats is. It's the people that don't know that I'm trying to convince that, hey, you, you need to go to some of these places, right? We need to break away from yeah. Sonoma and Cal Speed and get yeah. up to some of these places and see some of these historic historic tracks that are amazing hey it, it's a bucket list racetrack in karting it really is it really, it really is it's, it's still today owns the record for the for the largest number of entries at any ikf grand national in history 
Yeah. It's still hosted, you know, first several years of the Pro Tour, right? Yeah, yeah. It had it. Uh, Mike Rollison ran his Can Am Championship up there for a few years, right? Yeah. And it just for the past five years, it's been pretty quiet as far as you know, as far as in the public eye. I mean, obviously they still have a club race or two or whatever, but as far as, as far as big events, it's been pretty quiet up there. And it's, it's time to time to get it back. David, anything else to wrap? No, I think that's it. Yeah, it, it is. It is on the list of tracks that I have not been to that I'd like to go. Um, but yeah, certainly for anybody on the Western. I, I, I invited you. You said you didn't I, know if your boss would pay you. I know. I know. It's it's still in negotiations because I have I have the uh, the family side of things to deal with now. So uh, uh-huh. uh, we'll we'll get into that later. But yeah, anybody on the west coast, uh, western half of the country, you know, Colorado, Utah. Uh, Montana, Idaho, pe- racers up that way, you know, and even Arizona drivers who, who again, want to get away from the desert and see some trees and see some rivers. That's the best place to go. I would love to be able to be there. I'll be back in Canada for six weeks straight, so I can't do it, which kind of sucks because I would love to have been up there. It's a lot of fun. But, Andy, thank you so much for joining us here, buddy. I appreciate it, and good luck in a couple of weeks here at uh, Rock Sonoma and then at the end of July up at Pat's. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the time. There Thank is, you. folks. Andy Saisman from the FTK Promotions Group. Obviously, the, the the folks that put on the Challenge of the Americas, a massively growing program once again. David Cole and I will be there for all three races, ideally next year. And, of course, this California Rock Championship. David, you got to get the Pats sooner or later, bud. It's not good. Yeah, the Agers keep bugging me to uh, to make a trip out that way. And, yeah. and again, a lot of a lot of drivers in the Northwest they they use that as their training ground. You know, that's that's one of the, it's one of the most challenging racetracks you'll ever drive, and, and it's certainly you never you're never turning the wheel straight. It's always it's always moving in yeah, a certain so direction. Fun. So it's uh, such a great track. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, it is certainly Andy put it right. It's a good or you put it. It's a good bucket list track. I do remember when I first announced there, it was the very first year, I think, of the Supercar USA Promoto Tour in like 1999. And, I, and you know, people were telling me, oh, you can't pass it, Pats. Why'd they put it on the, on the schedule? I remember literally saying on the PA, they told me you can't pass it, Pats. That's a bunch of crap. <laughs> it was awesome. The passing opportunities are great. It's a fantastic track. And uh, it's a great shifter track, too. It's busy. But the rock shifter guys are going to be on it. It's going to be fun. Well, good thing the engine's easier to drive, right? That's it. That's <laughs> those, old, those old guys. <laughs> oh, I can't do it. All right, folks, we're done here. Uh, thank you so much for joining us in another, another edition of the Face to Face. I have another one coming tomorrow. I'm actually going to be chatting with Brittany Lobaugh from the Texas Sprint Racing Series. We'll talk to her about how things are going. More growth there as well. We talked about the growth with Andy's a challenge. Dude, Texas, Texas Sprint Racing Series is exploding down there right now. The numbers have been awesome. Yeah, again, everything's big in Texas, and so is this uh, this karting program. That it's kind of brought a unity to uh, to the state, and that's that's something we'll we'll you'll be able to talk with her about. We'll do that, folks. Thank you so much for joining us here on the EKN uh, YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed yet, do that right now. Please give us a subscribe, give us a like, feel free to comment below. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, again, thank you so much on behalf of David Cole. My name's Rob Howden. Fuck it. <laughs>